0: In this episode of Midlife AF, I talked to my friend, the beautiful Natalie Bataglia. Nat and I met during the alcohol experiment in 2020, and Nat runs the most beautiful and amazing business called The Mindful Mocktail. She is one of the most intelligent and creative people I know, and I feel so privileged to have her in my life. In today's podcast, Nat talks about what exactly taking a 30-day break from alcohol does to our body, and why one of the most magnificent things about becoming alcohol-free is the childlike joy you get back that you didn't realize you'd lost. My favorite thing about Nat is that the work she does really creates that spirit of abundance which is what we need to stop our brains from thinking they're missing out by taking a break from booze. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you're a woman in midlife whose intuition is telling you that giving booze the elbow might be the next right move, then Midlife AF is the podcast for you. Join counselor, psychotherapist, This Naked Mind and gray area drinking alcohol coach, Emma Gilmore, for a weekly natter about parenting quirky teens, menopause, relationships, and navigating this thing called midlife, alcohol free. If you're feeling that life could be so much more, that you're sick and tired of doing all the things for everyone else, if your intuition is waving her arms manically at you, saying it could all be so much easier if we didn't have to keep drinking, come with me. Together we'll find our groove without booze. Hello, everybody. I'm sorry that took me a minute to just transfer from what I was doing. Beautiful Natalie to join us on this auspicious day. She's here. Hi. Hello. Hi.
1: How are you? <laughs> oh, my I'm goodness. It's
0: so, so good. That's so good. I was worried my technology wasn't going to work. But here we
1: are. I know, I'm coming to you live from the floor of my hotel room, so hello.
0: Nothing. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> keeping it. We're keeping it very real here today. That's
1: right, very real. I've got the door shut, so hopefully the kids don't barge in at any That's stage. Right. But here we are.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, Nat, it's so beautiful to have you, and I feel so privileged because Nat is on holiday at the moment, and she has taken time out of her holiday to come and join us on this very special day for me. So those of you who know me know that I my little one has been struggling to get into school and she managed to get in today. So I'm very excited. So I have that success and I have the beautiful Nat who's such a lovely person, such a good friend to me. And we met together, we both did the alcohol experiment together and we met through that, which is kind of very special. And we met back in 20 beginning of 2020 and we've just got to know each other over that time. We met for the first time in real life in that little break in between COVID, COVID lockdowns in Melbourne. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to do it
1: Very briefly, we managed to just sneak it in, didn't we?
0: That's right, we did. And then we had a lovely cake. And we met each other for, in real life and we were like, now we're friends. This is great. I just wanted to bring that on here because, one, because we've both done the alcohol experiment together and we understand it and we have had big transformation in our life from it and two because I think what Nat brings to our community of people who are investigating their relationship with alcohol wherever that might be is she brings us what is very much true to this Naked Mind methodology as well a spirit of abundance and so Without me carrying on any further, I would love to introduce you to Nat. She can tell you a little bit about her story. And Nat's done a load of work on researching and she's put some brilliant stuff together on the benefits of taking a break from alcohol. And so she's going to share that with us as well. So the floor is yours, Nat.
1: Thanks, Em. I'm so glad that you asked me to go live with you today. And you know that I'm just a huge fan of yours. And I'm so excited about this program that you're running. And I'll be really honest with you. I'm asked a lot by sobriety coaches and sobriety apps and things like that if I will sort of come on board and you know help to promote or endorse a program or an app. And I generally say no, because the truth is, you know, it was the This Naked Mind methodology that helped me two years ago when I took that 30 days alcohol free and had those 30 days to really educate myself and reassess my relationship with alcohol and I just I really can't endorse a program that I know nothing about and I know that your program will be all about the this naked mind methodology so that's why I really wanted to come on today because I just know that it helped me so much and it would help so many other people too so thank you for having me
0: <laughs> well thank you thank you for being there and it is such a different methodology and you're right I think there's so many different ways that we can all of us find our place our way and how we want to live with alcohol and so many great options out there but this is the one that's worked for us and that's why I'm so passionate about it as well because it's the thing that changed it really does change my life. Mm,
1: Same absolutely well I'll get into the good stuff so if we talk about (laughs) if we talk about what happens after one month alcohol free so the big thing for me with the This naked Mind program is that it went into detail about what actually happens during that month that we're alcohol free as alcohol starts to leave our bodies and our bodies begin healing. In particular, if you've been you know, a daily drinker or even just a moderate drinker, it's amazing what can happen, the changes that can happen in our bodies throughout a month. So. I have sort of broken it down a little bit and I'll just run a brief overview of week by week, what happens as alcohol leaves our body. And I think you were going to post a link at some stage two to a resource that I have on my website that will go through all of this in much more detail if you wanted to have a read through.
0: Definitely, I
1: will. Okay. So the first thing that happens week one, as alcohol begins to leave our body, is first of all it's really about the sleep so sleep starts to regulate pretty quickly now i will say that if you're someone that has been using alcohol to sleep this may not happen as quickly for you and in some cases you know we do need you know some extra help from a gp or a doctor or whatever it may be to sort of get some advice on sleeping but In general, what happens when we sleep is our bodies cycle through these three different stages. So we've got light sleep, deep sleep, and REM sleep. And what happens when we've had alcohol, even just a small amount of alcohol, we generally fall straight from our awake state straight into a deep sleep, which means we skip the REM sleep. And the REM sleep is the really restorative that beautiful sleep that makes us sort of wake up feeling fresh and energized. So it's one of the, all sleep stages are important, but REM sleep is particularly important. And we really should have, you know, six to eight cycles of REM sleep a night, but when we've been drinking, we often only have two to three. And that can cause us wake, you know, cause us to wake up, you know, have you ever had those nights where you sleep eight to 10 hours, but you've been drinking and you just wake up feeling rubbish, even though you've had a decent amount of sleep? That's all due to just skipping these REM cycles that are just so important. Hydration is another thing that really improves throughout that first week. And really, hydration is tied to so many things within our body. So when we drink alcohol, we actually lose four times as much liquid as we drink. So if you can picture you drink Even two glasses of wine at 200 ml each, that's, you know, 400 ml of liquid. And you're potentially losing one and a half litres for those two glasses of wine, which is just crazy when you think about it. So, you know, alcohol sort of robs our body of all of that delicious hydration. So hydration improves and that just connects to everything a little bit like sleep. So you can really see in this first week, just those two things can make a massive, massive difference. And I do like to touch on the calories as well, not from a weight loss perspective. That was never a goal when I stopped drinking. It was never about losing weight. But I do remember back in my calorie counting days, which are behind me now, I remember looking at my calories and thinking, okay, I might have 2,000 you know, calories or whatever it is to have today. So I would deliberately sort of skip meals or parts of a meal so that I could make it up with alcohol because I knew I wanted to have two or four glasses that night. And what I inevitably ended up giving up was those proteins and vegetables and carbs and, like, all of those macros that keep our body, you know, fueled and running and everything. So I would be leaving the leaving the protein out and I would be having the alcohol instead, which just yeah. then fleets our bodies of nutrition even further because alcohol also affects nutrient absorption. So yeah. on yeah. one hand, we're not eating the good food. And then on the other hand, all of those delicious nutrients that we are eating, you know, are being suppressed by the alcohol. Yeah. So it's just this vicious cycle and one of the reasons why when you drink you just feel so rubbish, especially in the long term.
0: So true. Yeah. It's like our Um, body body goes into this kind of like, oh, my goodness, I'm on high alert. I've got to get this alcohol out of my body as my top priority and I can't do anything else, right?
1: Yes, that's exactly right. I remember, you know, as I said, not drinking alcohol has never been about weight loss for me. But I do remember reading this thing where it's like, if you're having a pizza and you're having a couple of glasses of red or a beer or whatever it might be with that pizza and you're consuming both of those things, you're in a normal circumstance. When you're not drinking alcohol, your body might be trying to process that pizza and process the fat and the cheese and you know, all of that and focusing on digesting all of that. But when you're drinking, With that pizza, your body's number one priority is, okay, poison has just been put inside Mm -hmm. my body. My number one priority is to get that poison out. So it stops digesting all of the carbs and the fat. And its number one goal is just to get rid of that poison. So, you know, it just, it's really quite amazing when you look at it how it affects so many body processes.
0: Right. Totally, totally
1: and then moving into week two so that's when we start talking about things like our stomach lining returns to normal so if you've ever you know had bad sort of heartburn or reflux or anything like that and you're a drinker i get so many people saying like commenting on this blog post that i wrote about the benefits that oh my gosh this is just so true for me you know i had this heartburn and this acid and i stopped drinking i've had a week's Break and all of a sudden those all of those symptoms have subsided. And it's because when we drink alcohol, our stomach produces more acid, you know, to sort of balance things out. So that's a massive perk of week two. You also start to sort of think more clearly, and that's tied up into a lot of things. So the hydration, the sleep, you know, yeah, the sleep and the hydration are the main thing, but the nutrients being absorbed um, more easily and better you know those things just yeah they just make a huge difference and also this can be the time when our skin and eyes start to clear so if you've been an almost daily drinker you'll find that by week two well and truly you'll start to just look that little bit brighter feel that little bit fresher and yeah, yeah maybe the time when people start saying oh I've You know, you're looking really well. You slept well. You slept well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Week three is probably one of the biggest weeks for me because even though, like, you start to feel a huge difference in week one and two, but really the internal stuff starts happening from week three of no alcohol. And that's when things like, you know, our blood pressure, can start to reduce and even though that might not necessarily make us feel any better you just you know that that's going on inside you and you know blood pressure can be a huge issue for so many also vision can start to improve so that's tied up into things like you know the dehydration and also you know binge drinking which you know is really only four drinks for women and six drinks for men which is a bit scary can cause a number of problems with the health of your eyes so it can cause dry eye and cataracts and you know all sort of nasty things so you know it affects your eye health as well by week three usually any sleeping issues that you've had during that time you know those initial teething you know first and second week by the third week, you know things have settled down and it's a little bit bit more regular and consistent. And also, you just you've got this increased clarity because you're better dehydrated, you're sleeping better, the nutrients are absorbing at a faster rate, and all of the good stuff that you're eating is getting to where it needs to be within your body. And also, your kidney health starts to improve. Yeah, right. So yeah so alcohol it can change the function of the kidneys in the body and it makes them less able to filter the blood and you know the blood is where the alcohol goes and we need to be able to filter that blood effectively in order to get the alcohol out of our system so by the end of week three there are things going on inside your body that you're not even aware of and that's all tied to you know why you start to feel so good after three weeks off
0: yeah it's so true it's like your body starts to actually start healing itself from the inside out, isn't it?
1: it? does. It really does. And, you know, even when I was researching for this article, I just thought it's just crazy. It touches every part of your body, you know, when you drink alcohol. You know, true. I mean, even I don't like to draw the comparison too much, but even when you compare it to something like smoking, you know, yeah. we know that smoking, you know, affects us but it still doesn't affect as many parts of our body
0: as what alcohol does alcohol touches everything it's so surprising isn't it And when you start researching you start finding out the actual impact of it it's like i think that's the thing that i get frustrated about in with the marketing and stuff that goes on in the world because it's like it's almost like I think it's fair enough. We're all adults. We make our decision on what we choose to do with our life. Lots of us take risks on lots of different things, but it's not knowing the risks, mm. you know? And I think there's a, it's getting much better though, isn't it? I mean, I see a lot more in the media now about the real risks of alcohol, but it's not common knowledge, is it? I think most people still would be surprised.
1: Well, I mean, for me, for many years, I'm sure the information was out there, but I didn't really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all know that alcohol's not great for us, but I even know like my dad, bless his heart, he loves his wine, you know, he's quite a big drinker and, you know, we laugh about it. But sometimes when I try and tell him, oh, dad, yeah. and I never preach, but, you know, I say, you know, maybe you'll feel better if you cut back a bit. But he always yeah. says, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, yeah. and i was yeah. like that for many years too. I just, you don't want to hear about it. And your brain hears what it wants to hear. So... I could have two studies in front of me and one of them would say alcohol increases your risk of cancer with every drink you have. Yes. And the other one would say one to two glasses of red wine has health benefits and we should do it on the daily.
0: And which one was I going to choose? Which Which one do you choose? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You've got so much information there, Nat. Did you have some for what happens at the end? Is that like after the Yeah. Tell us,
1: yes. tell us about yes. that. So by the time we get to week four, I mean, I'm sort of, I've actually got it up on the screen in front of me, but we're up to sort of 21 benefits. So it's touched wow. week four, it's touched 21 parts of our body and there's you know there's been this huge amount of improvement in our bodies both internal and external the biggest one by week four of course is liver health improves so liver fat will now be reduced by up to 15 percent after one month alcohol free and the liver is such an important organ so it plays a part in 500 processes in our body Yes, it's responsible for removing contaminants, converting food nutrients, like I said, that better nutrient absorption. It stores minerals and vitamins for us. It helps to fight infections. I used to get sick all the time when I was drinking. And it also maintains hormone balance. So the liver is just tied to so many different parts of our body. Glucose stabilizes and cholesterol drops by up to 5%. Yeah. A huge part for me was the reduction in anxiety and feeling like rubbish for so many years I drank to calm my nerves, not realising that it was making it worse in the long run overall. And, you know, it really does, it changes the levels of serotonin in our brain. It it changes the way our brain works. And you would probably know more about that, Em, but I know for me... The thing is, for me, like, alcohol provided this dopamine spike. Yeah. And when I stopped drinking, I really had to look around and find dopamine spikes that weren't artificial. So it's this artificial dopamine spike. And it can be very, very difficult because artificial dopamine spikes are usually, you know, they're quick. They're easy. You don't have to yes. look too hard for them. You can down the line or you can pick up the phone and, this, you know, you get bing, bing from the social yeah. media, you know, from notifications and things like that yeah. or an email you were looking for. Like these dopamine spikes are easy things. Yes. But more that like looking internal and yeah. thinking what are natural yeah. dopamine spikes that I can create for myself in my life. So true. And I think, yeah. That was one of the huge things for me, you know, when I stopped. I think
0: it is. Yeah, and I think it's, I know a lot of people talk about that (sighs) moment when you have a drink, you know, that where you kind of breathe out, you exhale. And you know what, that's actually your nervous system just registering that dopamine has come into your body, that (sighs) (sighs) ha. And, you know, it's so interesting now that I've learned about, you know, the nervous system and how these different things work. There's so many practices that I have now Including just taking some breaths sometimes and touching my skin, and I was laughing because whenever I I do quite regularly exhale out, which is my nervous system like regulating itself. And my kids are like, "Mom, why are you passively aggressively sighing?" Because they're teenagers. They're always <laughs> oh, really sarcastic and judgy about me. I'm like, "I'm not. I'm not. I'm just regulating my nervous system." <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's so funny, isn't it? It's like, and you're right, I think when we've been drinking for a long time, it's hard for us to, it takes a little bit of effort to feel our internal things and to find what works for us and to go out and try different things. And because we've been so used to just drinking, and that's, you know, made things very quickly okay or feel like they're okay on the surface, but. You know as we know not underneath the surface but mm. well i remember <laughs> so, I, yeah i still that from andy from yes <laughs> <laughs> andy says as long as you're not rolling your eyes at the same time eh? <laughs> can't speak for my eyes <laughs> I remember I
1: shared a story, though, just speaking of dopamine spikes and, you know, trying to achieve them naturally. It would have been about three months after I stopped drinking and my husband and I, we went away for a weekend. Yeah. Like my first alcohol-free weekend, so it was kind of a big deal and it was quite difficult. But I remember on the second day... I was really excited about something we were doing. We were going to see something that I'd wanted to see for ages and then we were going to lunch somewhere that I really had been waiting to see. And I remember standing there like having my tea in the morning and I got like butterflies, like a thrill, like this happiness that like went from my head, like all the way down my body. And the best way I can describe it is it was like when how I felt when I was a kid and it was Christmas morning and I knew that Santa had been, you know, that moment when you're lying in bed and you're thinking about presents under the tree or like whatever it was that made me happy as a child and really giddy with excitement. And I had that feeling and I hadn't had that feeling in 10 years, you know, and I just, I didn't even think that I had the ability to feel like that anymore. And, you know, and I realized that, you know, with, alcohol it suppresses a lot of good stuff like it stops us from being able because we're getting these artificial dopamine hits all the time it stops the natural ones coming through and it was so true for me and yeah just that feeling of utter joy like spurred on by nothing but being excited about something I was doing that day I just I hadn't had that feeling for such a long time
0: yeah I hear you it makes me feel a bit emotional can you say that because it is a really It kind of, it makes everything sort of samey, doesn't it? And you don't feel, I know it's a particular chemical. I know it's the chemical dinorphine that has this impact on us, but it sort of takes away the joy in everyday things, right?
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah, it really does.
0: Mm, Yeah, and it is really a huge benefit of taking a break, for sure, of just getting back a little bit to yourself. And then I know for me personally, the piece I always remember, oh, sorry, I just lost my... (laughs) My if somewhere. <laughs> can you still hear me? I can. <laughs> okay. What was I saying? Oh my goodness, it's just that the fighting in your head. You know, when you've taken 30 days and you're like, you've made that definite line in the sand. I've made a decision. I'm going to do this for 30 days. Whatever happens, even if I'm crying on the floor in the bathroom, I'm not going to break this decision. And that freedom then from all of those conversations in your head am I aren't I what am I going to do when am I gonna and you just realize how much space it's mm-hmm. taking up in your brain right mm-hmm. and I just always remember that from every break I've taken that was the one takeaway even before I found this naked mind I always came away with that oh that was nice not to have that for a bit
1: yes that's so true
0: and the other thing I was going to talk about Nat if you feel comfortable that you've shared all those benefits because we'll definitely put Nat's resource in the comments underneath this reel because it's so excellent and I've shared it with so many people over the over the years yeah is it's a fantastic piece of information and massively well researched as everything that does is <laughs> but that feeling and I think both of us love and I don't know Nat if you want to talk about this a little bit but that feeling that The thing that for me was different about This Naked Mind and the alcohol experiment was that it came from a feeling that it was definitely not about deprivation. Whereas before I found This Naked Mind, I would take Feb 5th breaks, I'd take September October breaks, I'd take dry July breaks and I could do them, but I'd hate every second of it. And I would load up with booze beforehand and when I came out the other end, I'd be drinking at least as much, if not more, because I felt deprived and I was having an awful time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the difference with this naked mind, and that's why when I was two weeks into the alcohol experiment, I was literally on the phone to Scott going, please, please, I want to be a coach in this. It's so amazing. I can't believe it. Was It's not about deprivation. This is about... Giving yourself the opportunity to heal, nourishing yourself, coming to it from a spirit of abundance, which very much ties into the work that Nat does. Nat, do you want to talk about your experience of that with the alcohol experiment?
1: Yeah, While sure. I look for
0: my other earbud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, for me, I know this is sort of a quite you know that this expression or this saying has been going around for a long time, but. For me, I remember hearing for the very first time when I was doing the course was instead of coming at it from an angle of, you know, I have to, I knew that I had to do something about my drinking. I knew that I had to, but it seemed like this huge chore. You know, I didn't want to admit that I had a problem because I thought people would say to me, well, you just have to stop drinking and you can never drink again. And I never wanted to say, still to this day, I've never said, I'm never drinking again. Because I think that that, like, locks us into a <clears throat> of, you know, never being able to drink again and it's forbidden. And I just don't think that that's the right way to, yeah. to approach it. <clears throat> and for me, this expression of, you know, I moved from a state of, I have to stop drinking to I get to stop drinking. And that really came from, you know, researching for things like this article. It came from educating myself on, you know, what alcohol was doing to my body. And so I got to a stage and I thought, oh, my God, I don't want to put this in my body anymore. I don't want this to be in my life anymore. And I think once that switch was made, once it was a very much a I get to stop drinking instead of I have to uh, change things for me. And then, of course, that was when I started the Mindful Mocktail. I did, I was missing having something to drink. You know, I wanted that special drink at the end of the day or when I went to a friend's place, I didn't want to be stuck with you know sparkling water or soft drink or the stuff the kids were drinking you know I wanted something yeah. nice for me and that's when I started I stopped drinking just as we were coming into the pandemic so you can imagine the 5 p.m wine cravings that were strong you know I really needed something to escape the reality that was my day <laughs> back in those early pandemic days yeah. we all scared and no one knew what was happening and that was when I started Absolutely. making drinks kitchen bench and I've always been a foodie and I've always loved flavour pairing and creating something special in the kitchen and so much to my husband's dismay my focus went from cooking beautiful meals to making delicious drinks <laughs> and yeah and it sort of all stemmed from there and the reason why I have a health focus on so many of my drinks is because I just love the idea of being able to sit on something with fresh fruit, you know, beautiful cleansing, citrus, fresh herbs from the garden, you know, made with kombucha or soda water, something that's super hydrating. And instead of drinking something that, you know, I know it's controversial, but at the end of the day, instead of drinking a glass of something that is going to increase my risk of cancer, there I am sitting. something that is nourishing me from the inside out and it almost became like a form of self-care for me you know being able to create something nice for myself in the kitchen and drink that knowing that I was doing the very best thing for my body and
0: mind 100% and I think for anybody who's joining me on the alcohol experiment this August I highly recommend going to Nat's website, getting her resources, I think Nat will tell us a little bit more about it, but it is such a great thing to do to bring in loads of beautiful drinks and make yourself feel like you can still have a beautiful, gorgeous drink. It just doesn't have to be putting all that stuff into your body that's going to cause you harm. And you can feel like you're having something that's really wonderful and you're treating yourself and you're nourishing yourself. And I think so much for women, particularly, and I'm sure for men as well, but particularly for women, We don't look after ourselves as much as we should. And that's why, you know, again, with this spirit of abundance, it's like, how can we take some time for ourselves? How can we take some time to look after ourselves, to start to learn how to be in our world in a way that doesn't require that we're having to be controlled by alcohol, you know? And like Nat says, it's not about necessarily you know stopping drinking that might be your choice it might not be that's up to you it's about having a break and nourishing your body and looking after yourself and i know nat you've got so many great resources and i really highly recommend that people dip into that while you take a break because it can be so life changing for people to have abundant drinks abundant treats abundant rewards you know that aren't an alcoholic substance so nat would you like to share with everybody where they can find all your wonderful resources
1: yeah sure so my website it's mindfulmocktail.com And there you'll find all of my recipes. They're all provided for free. There's also lots of resources there on, you know, what happens to our bodies when we stop drinking. I talk a bit about alcohol and sleep and dive a bit deeper into that. There's non-alcoholic drinks for all different occasions. And there's also a free ebook there, so you can download your free ebook. So you can have some, you know, mocktail recipes at home on your computer or you can print it and give it to a friend yeah it's just yeah it's a website full of color and healthy drinks and yeah it's a fun place to be on the internet
0: <laughs> uh, and it totally is and if you want to be wowed by some extreme creativity and that is one of the people that i know that is so intelligent and so creative at the same time and she marries that so beautifully if you go onto her instagram site i'm sure most of you have already but she is just what she produces is extraordinary, and you know if there's one way to show love to ourselves, it's what we put into our body. I really highly recommend what Nat does as a beautiful way to put things into your body that's going to nourish you and make you feel good. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> no worries. thank you so much, Nat for joining us on your holiday, and I really you appreciate you. <laughs> tuning out
1: now from the floor take care my love
0: have an amazing <laughs> rest of your time bye thanks bye,
1: Sam. Bye, bye 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 see
0: ya bye see ya thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of midlife af with emma gilmore if you enjoyed it please share on instagram for your friends and tag me at hope rising coaching if you want to help me grow the podcast please review the episodes for me on apple podcast that really helps If you would like to work further with me, please go to my website, www.hoperisingcoaching.com for my free and paid programs or email me at emma at hoperisingcoaching.com. Sending a massive cuddle to you and yours from me and mine. And remember to keep choosing you. Have you ever imagined what it would be like to have an amazing time socializing without alcohol, to sleep like a baby, to be less anxious? and genuinely feel relaxed without alcohol? Sounds impossible, right? I I'm wanna right. show you just how easy it can be with my 30-day Aussie alcohol experiment for a happier, healthy you without sacrificing, struggling, or feeling like you're missing out. You'll join heaps of others just like you who've already experienced effortless, changing moments, incredible breakthroughs, and fun aha's. You will effortlessly recondition your brain, embrace self-care without rules, get healthier, feel better, improve your sleep, decrease stress and anxiety, feel happier and more fulfilled and get to try something new and fun. The live Aussie alcohol experiment effortlessly disconnects the emotional and subconscious ties you have with alcohol, so you stop desiring booze. That means you get to decide the role it plays in your life. You become the captain of your own ship. You control your body and you decide what makes you feel the healthiest. allows you to have the most fun and what a fulfilled life looks like for you. You get daily coaching with me, daily life-changing videos straight, straight to your inbox, daily reflections, journaling prompts, fun, lasting relationships with all the other guys doing it with you, Beautiful, powerful community and the lifeline of a certified coach. That's me. Why don't you sign up now? You never know. It might just change your life. Details in the show notes or on my website, www.hoperisingcoaching.com.